You're listening to the Up In Your Business Podcast, episode 025. On this show, I do a coaching call discussing dreams, conviction, and the power of coaching. So so this is the million-dollar question for me because I fundamentally, that's exactly what I would tell a client, right? But I can't, I, I have no idea how I do that for myself. Welcome to the Up In Your Business Podcast, building you to do business better. This show is about intention, transparency, and insights from business professionals sharing their personal business. Discover what they've learned the hard way so you don't have to. Empowering a new breed of self-aware leadership. Here's your host, Angus Nelson. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to the show. This is Angus Nelson. I am your host of the Up In Your Business podcast. I'm super excited that you're here today. And if this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I hope you really and thoroughly enjoy yourself today. Now, we're doing something a little different this week, and uh, it came about because I got an email from a friend of mine, and I immediately shot back a note requesting that we set up time for a call. Well, he agreed, and here we are. So my guest is actually uh, not so much of a quote-unquote guest as much as it's an invitation into the heart and mind of someone perhaps just like you. And this is a coaching call, uh, something that I don't normally make public, but I thought it was appropriate, and um, I asked if it would be okay, and he totally agreed with it. So I want to thank our guest today for his transparency and vulnerability to allow me the opportunity to share with all of you so we could invite you into experiencing uh, this thing for yourself. And normally when I do coaching, I ask a lot more questions in order to learn the real issues that are involved in any kind of circumstance. And uh, with this call, it's a little different because I I, I already know uh, much of the backstory to my friends and I'm able to kind of uncork more actionable and motivational elements into the conversation uh, right away, which makes it for kind of a more concise um, experience. And at the end of this call, I'm going to ask uh, you, um, my listeners, uh, a couple of questions for you to consider as well. And my hope is that the truths you discover uh, throughout this call motivate you to take whatever steps you need to uh, for the next part of your journey. So on this call, I'm coaching the CEO of Swagbot Creative, a digital and product development studio from um, Springfield, Missouri. And he's a creative director. He's worked on a number of different projects, everything from O'Reilly Auto Parts to Odesk, Fox Television, Wikipedia. Uh, In addition, uh, he's done music in his background. And uh, actually, that's where he and I crossed paths way back when. And just recently, uh, he and a buddy, they produced a show called Scope Out America, where they did a cross-country scavenger hunt and broadcasted it live on Periscope. It was sponsored by eHarmony and Branson, Missouri, Surf Air, uh, Pro Bar, and even the House of Blues uh, of New Orleans. So today, I'm talking to Sean Matthews, and I think 
you're really going to enjoy the show. Let's get to it. How are you doing today? I am, uh, I'm doing absolutely marginal today, actually. <laughs> absolutely marginal? That's great. Mar marginal. I'm not committing to any particular feeling at this point. <laughs> I love marginal. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm not committing. What's, what's been going on? So, I, uh. You know, I think the last time we saw each other was a couple of years ago in Austin. I think that's right. Yep. So I've been, I don't know. I, I kind of said this in my email uh, to you. Uh, by the way, I absolutely, I love the podcast. I am going to write a review because I know how much that matters. I just keep forgetting to do it. <laughs> so, okay. which, which is like the bane of the podcaster's. That's the podcaster's dilemma, because I'm sure that everybody says that. I'm going to do it. Um, anyway, though, I like the last couple of years, like what I was saying in my email, like I've been doing client work for 25 years now, where it's like project to project to project to project. And I just I like last year, I just kind of hit the wall between clients not paying and you know, I had like a six month gap of, you know, I was owed like 50 grand on projects and people just weren't paying. You know what I mean? It wasn't intentional. It was just the way that everything kind of came together. And I just last year, I just had this. I don't I, mean, I don't want to call it like an epiphany. I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was an epiphany. I don't know. But I just, I like, I just want to do projects. Like I always read about people that are like, you know, follow your heart, follow your passions and, and, you know, the cash will follow. And I've never really believed that. Right. But, but I've also never really tried that. Right. So I'm like, I'm just going to try that. I'm just going to do things that I absolutely love and see what happens. So that's kind of what I've been doing the last like probably six months is just trying to trying to follow projects that really matter to me, not just, oh, well, I'm going to do this and, you know, I'm going to work on this video or this branding project or whatever. I'm actually going to seek out things that, that I love to do. So I, I know that that is a completely ambiguous answer to your question but but i think that's you know it's so true for many people as they get to a point where you know when's enough of the ridiculousness mm -hmm. and when can i do the things i actually believe i i want to do and that's a big step because yeah. that comes with the concept of putting yourself out there mm -hmm. um, will people buy this will they use it will they like it you know that's always scary. And then the more important piece is kind of what you were just saying is, you know, I got to keep my family fed. I have right. to pay the bills, <laughs> right. you know, so that's, it's all tied one in the same. Um, interesting enough, like when you talk about you wanting to do the things that you do, what I know about Sean is that even if you're doing stuff for other people, you are such an incredible creative that you still find, it seems to me, you find a way to put Sean into whatever it is that you're doing. If I, if, if you mean my spank on 
on it. I just I wanted to use that. I've been I've been saving that up for an interview or a conversation. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. Oh, you can edit you can edit this entire thing out. Uh no, no, no. no I like I I appreciate that comment. Thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. I tr- I really try to bring I th- I feel like when when a client is hiring me, they're they're hiring me for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's plenty of I mean, the guys that I admire that do it's actually really interesting like something that you said in one of your episodes really resonated with me where it's like, I always think I just have to learn one more thing and then I'll be ready. Mm-hmm. If I, if I like, I've been doing, I've literally been doing this. I, I haven't had like a real job in 25 years. Right. Right. So that's pretty amazing. I'm 45. That's pretty awesome. And I've managed to keep a roof over my head and do all the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. But I always feel like if I just do, if I go and study if I download this e-learning course or if I listen to 10 more podcasts, I'm going to be ready. And the fact is, is that I was ready a long time ago and it's usually me holding me back from going for it. Right. Um, Which is, it's, it's such a profound concept to realize that. And I didn't, it kind of just, like I said, it kind of just clicked at me. It clicked to me last year where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm turning 45. I need to like really get my stuff in gear and attack all of these things that I've wanted to do that I feel like, oh, I'm not ready yet, Mm -hmm. but I am. Mm -hmm. And so, so that was kind of like your, your call to action in your, in your, um, podcast really really resonated with me and i wanted to take action because i feel like that's just you know you can't wait you can't just go and say i'm going to in in a couple of weeks i'm going to get back to angus and and write him a nice email it's like no you have to do it right then and just keep pushing forward so i don't know so I, what I want to do is I just want to read this email and then I want to give you some quick feedback because okay. when I saw it come in, um, you know, this is what caused me to reach out to you. You and I, you know, we go back a little ways. Um, it's a total honor to be able to help my friends and be on a different level, uh, especially for dudes, you know, for guys. We, yeah. It's hard for us to go to deeper levels, and when yeah. that opportunity presents itself, like just like you reached out to me this morning, I reached out to one of my friends uh, to say, "Hey, I've got this offer on the table. I don't even know what to do with this. What do you think?" Like that kind of vulnerability is so rare. So that's why I, th- I thought, what a really cool opportunity for us to talk on this level. So that's thank you for this opportunity. Um, so this is what your email said. You know, obviously, Angus, uh, great podcast, man. Here's what I'm uh, going to do this year. And then you just spell it out. One, I'm going to record and license new material, songwriting and music production with an up-and-coming artist or artists, plural. Two, I'm going to finish the board game we started two years ago. Three, write a pilot episode for a TV show I've been working on for a while now. Overall, I realized at the end of the year, of the end of the year last year, 
that I have been doing client work for 20 years and I hate it. While it pays the bills, I don't enjoy it. Thus, I am doing a disservice to my clients because they aren't getting the best of me. What I do best is create, period. I am committed to repackaging my creativity and apply it to things that I enjoy and love while, of course, figuring out how to continue to put food on the table. I know without a doubt that I am capable of great things and I hold myself back with standards that are unrealistic instead of just finishing and putting work out there. So more than anything, if I could put it into a few simple words, functional prototypes. This is rambly and from the gut. But your podcast inspired me, so I wanted to reach out and say thanks, Sean. So, first of all, my pleasure. Like, that's why I got into all of this is because I was there. You know, I've been there. Um, like you, I've been involved in, you know, 14,000 different projects, <laughs> you know, and had multiple <laughs> iterations of myself. Gosh, I can remember looking at Instagram pictures of you at uh some kind of uh was it a farmer's market or something you're yeah you're marketing and stuff yeah like i remember all that stuff right yeah. so every one of us have the opportunity to reinvent ourselves every day if we want to and at some point in time we have to say what is it that is the best of me and I think that's where you're at right now. Like mm -hmm. you, you just kind of wake up one day and you finally say, you know what? I don't have it all figured out, but I do know this much, you know, this is what I love yeah. to do. This is me. This is where I can put my spank on it. Um, as you said so eloquently <laughs> before. Um, so here's my question for you. Um, as, as I read this, uh, my question is, so the Recording and licensing new material for the songwriting, the, the creating the board game, writing the pilot episode, like what's the next step? So it's one thing to do that. The next step is the more important element that you put on there was to keep food on the table for your family. Like how do you how do you do that? So have you yeah. thought through like how do you monetize these things? What steps you would take? Well, so Yes, and this is the kind of catch twenty two because it's a it's a very precarious balancing act. It's like I want to I'm at the point now where I have income coming in from you know projects that I'm actively working on. So let's just say video production. I've got three or four videos lined up for the next few months that puts the food on the table. That gives me the ability to say, I'm going to invest in myself. Um, let me just back up for one second. The The reason why the, the royalties are, I'm sorry, the, the music production and songwriting, that, that really comes from my wife, like, pretty much for the last, like, five years saying, you really, really need to get back into writing songs and producing and, and all of that. You're really good at it. It's what you love to do. And it has a two, there's a, it's two parts. It's what I love to do and I'm good at it, but there's also a financial component of our, my royalty checks over the last 10 years have dwindled. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's practical. It's very pragmatic. Like how do we increase this? Well, I actually have to do it again. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of, I'm looking at the next six months as, as being, we financially were pretty stable. And so if I'm going to do this, I've got to just put one foot after the other 
and the monetization for those is usually really really it's super long tail right like mm-hmm. i could write a song today that doesn't get licensed for three years mm-hmm. however having that material out there um it, it just it's 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 a numbers game almost the more the more stuff you write the the more opportunities you have uh for that material to be utilized in television shows etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. so so that's 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 kind of my game plan um, in terms of keeping the, the bread and butter work going while simultaneously focusing my creative energy on those three projects that I, that I listed. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so let's, let's get a little more creative than that. Um, I'm trying to, I'm wrestling in my head, like how much do I ask you questions and make you feel like I'm trying to guide you versus just come out and tell you what I'm thinking. Which one would you prefer? <laughs> I, because I wrestle in my own head constantly, I would rather just hear your opinion on what I should do. <laughs> uh, because I've got enough voices in my head on my own. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I thought you'd say that. So <laughs> I, I love how I can be straight up with you. Yeah. Um, so it's one thing to just go and do something because you love it. It's another thing because you know you can make a living off of it and that it fits, you know, something that people want, need, or desire. So there's a couple elements to some of the things that we're discussing that from a creative, life-giving, energy-giving element are super, super productive. But from the monetary aspect of it, monetary aspect of it. I've almost said monastery, Um, (laughs) but it could feel like that. You can feel all all alone is that it doesn't necessarily take right away. So here are some thoughts. Are there ways that you can fund these on the front side rather than waiting for the possibility of them getting funded on the backside? In other words, can you find sponsors or can you crowdfund or can you create a campaign around cause that gives you the ability to create the things that you want to create? Mm. How can you partner with people that complement the direction you're going and that they'll help pay for it along the way? Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's one way you can look at it. And then the second part of it is you want to build your personal brand. One of the things that is the catch-22 of all of the things that you've done is that it, in the same way that you've iterated, you've also changed your messaging. Mm-hmm. And so Sean is not Sean consistently throughout all of those different iterations. And is there a way that you can start to create some consistency so that no matter what way you are expressing Sean, people know who Sean is and they're going to follow you and come with you along the way? Mm -hmm. So one of those things is, and, and again, because I know how creative you are, you take pictures of some of the things you're doing in process. You took time off. You traveled across the country doing Periscope. You... um you know, you, you've taken pictures of the, the screen prints as you were, you know, screening T-shirts um, with Swagbot and stuff. Like, all of those things could be turned into storylines that help support the brand you're building. 
And if you can find ways to use that incredible creative spank to be consistent with the storytelling while you're doing what you're doing, that will firm your brand for people to embrace what you're doing even more intimately. Mm. So, so this is the million dollar question for me because I fundamentally, that's exactly what I would tell a client. Right. Right. But I can't, I, I have no idea how I do that for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a common problem that other people have, but that is, I 100% understand what you're saying. I, but to me, it's like, I feel like, well, my, my overall brand is that I'm a creative and I can do all of these things. But I know that the outside person is just looking at that as being cluttered and disorganized with not without a clear message of who is this guy is he a video producer is he a screen printer is he a a traveler who travels from you know what i mean like uh so to me that's like the million dollar question how do i define myself that it's not limiting to what i do or what i offer but at the same time it's very clear and and crystalline in the way that people, the way that outsiders perceive me. Mm-hmm. And I, the honest answer is I have no clue. I've been working on that for 10 years. I have no idea. <laughs> and to answer your question, I think this is why I was so excited to have this conversation because more than anything else, you need to know that the thing you're wrestling with is that you are not alone. Mm. Like that's where teachers come from. Like there's a lot of people who have a sense to them that they understand things very simply and it just makes sense. Like that's just how their brain connects, but the application of it, the strategy or the systems that are required become more complicated. And so it becomes easier for them. And and this can be derogatory. Some would say, you know, those that can't do will teach to which I would push back and say, you need both. Mm Mm-hmm. You, you need somebody who can see the bigger picture and can spell it out for others. At the same time, you need people who can be detailed executors of, you know, the plan. Um, and so there are many facets to getting things done. So I don't think there's a, um, an either or. I think it's an and both. And so you may want to look at a couple different perspectives. Is one, can you seek someone to coach you? Um, can you... Did you just mute me with your buzzing phone there? Sorry. Um, did I, I, I thought I turned everybody off. Hold on. Uh, Sorry. No problem. So it was like, meh, meh. so the aspect of finding someone who can coach you can help you reverse engineer yourself into finding ways to articulate yourself more effectively. Hmm. Or the more deeper level then is to go beyond a, co- a coach and find you know, a therapist that can say, help me process the creativity I have to see it in a, you know, a new light. You know, and, and, and for every person, it's different, but I'm just trying to make it a little generalized uh, since you know, we're recording this for those that might be listening other than yourself. For you, I think it's a matter of, of coaching is to taking all of those incredible, wonderful, powerful, creative thoughts and then reverse engineering those in such way. And this is, can be twofold. 
One is so that you can find systems that work for you and they'll be very independent and they probably won't work for somebody else, but they will mm. work for you. The second piece is that you can even turn some of the discoveries you make in reverse engineering yourself into courses for other people. Mm. You could take your learnings in you know, discovering how you articulate a, um, a creative storyline. How is it that you see images in your head? How is it that you break down a story into a more simpli uh, simplified or poetic expression? If you can reverse engineer yourself to be able to articulate those elements, they become gold for others who might be systematic but not creative. Mm. And that does two things. One is you can bring somebody into following your brand because you have value to bring to them. And number two, they become your potential customers and clients because now they understand you on a whole new level. Mm. And, that is that is awesome. And yeah, I'll let you respond to that before I say anything else. What do you? Uh, that, how does that sound? Uh, that's. Just, I mean, it's just amazing when you hear it when you hear something back from an outside party, how crystal clear it sounds. You know what I mean? Like, I I understand exactly what you're talking about and those steps seems so clear at this exact moment they seem very very clear and i think the coaching thing for me is definitely something that i've tried to pursue in the past but it's mm -hmm. again it's like anything finding that right person it's not a one-size-fits-all a coach is not a coach is not a coach mm -hmm. you know um so i i love that i love the twofold helping you know dealing with a coach that can help me process some of this and then simultaneously being able to take what i have learned because there is an element of me that wants to uh quote unquote give back to you know the creative community um people that i you know know are coming up and are struggling with the same issues that i did there that's really attractive to me that it's like almost like a, a binary a uh, product you know the mm -hmm. me changing myself is actually helping other people to learn at the same time and that's really that's really interesting to me mm -hmm. it's a paradox right mm -hmm. and the more that we can understand that powerful premise we can step into roles where we ourselves become coaches we ourselves become mentors we ourselves become the inspiration that is leadership mm. And it's one of the things that I echo over and over to people is that I'm just convinced that leadership, as we know it, is built on all of these weak um, and and sand shifting type premises. You know, we 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 follow people because of popularity. We follow them because the amount of followers they have. We follow them because they're famous. But that's not really leadership. When leadership is simply something more intrinsic about the ability to inspire others and create movements. Mm. And when you have that kind of intimacy and we have, we don't see those that many leaders like that in this day and age, there's, there's few and far between. And, and my hope is that the more that we can get in touch with some of this stuff, 
um, the more we can inspire more of it, the more contagious it will become. Mm. And I, I mean, I'm completely open to, you know, helping you through some of this stuff. It would be my joy, honor, and privilege, you know, to figure out a way to, to help you, you know, kind of tackle some of these areas. Um, and so we can go over some, you know, next steps if you're, um, you know, if that seems like something you want to go into the two elements of that obviously is time and money. Um, mm-hmm. and then the next step, you know, beyond that is conviction. Yeah. I am more focused on conviction than the other two, because if something becomes important to me, I make the time. If something becomes important to me, I find the money. The real root of it is, do I have the conviction that now's the time to change? Mm. And that's a reality for all of us in, in the areas of our lives is getting to the place where enough is enough and it's time to pull the trigger. And, um, you know, I, I know for me in June, I shot a little video and I was getting ready to go in a business meeting and I was on the streets in Bern, Switzerland, and I just set up my, my um, iPhone on top of a, a little moped and it was like 6.30 in the morning, the sun's coming up, and the, you know, the city was just coming awake. And I just said, you know, I've told a lot of people a lot of things, and I haven't really pulled the trigger on it. And today's the day. And it begins. And a lot of us need to do that in our own lives, is today's the day. Today I begin. Wow. So, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. This isn't the part where I have to do something, right? I mean, this is where I uh, sit back and just let my life play out, you know. And now that's that's that is really, really, really profound. I I mean, I'm I, I it's such a great story because you took action and look where you're at. Mm hmm you know what six months later seven months that's that's i mean that's just inspiring to me to see someone else that i know do it Mm -hmm. right i mean it 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 feels more personal and achievable because i've seen i've literally followed you from i'm launching this to six or seven months later and you're built you know that you've done a lot of work in the past, but I, I really feel like it's very crystal clear what you're trying to accomplish. And, um, and it is inspiring. Mm-hmm. So I just thank you for that, taking that step, first of all, mm-hmm. and then committing to it, you know, yeah. that's, that's amazingly, uh, powerful to me. So thank you for that. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, and you know, this is the thing is, you don't have to have all the answers and you don't have to know every step one after the other. You just have to focus on the first step mm. and then the next step will reveal itself. And I have a couple of journals here. Uh, well, not journals, what do you call them? Mo- moleskin things um, that are filled with notes. And sometimes I had to write things over two or three times, you know, to, really get it embedded in my head of, of, like you said, crystallizing something. It took me, you know, changing my life schedule. I, I, you know, one of my uh, guests I had on my show 
um, was Jeff Sanders, and he's since become one of my friends. And um, we, you know, did an interview with him, and all of a sudden, you know, I started getting up at five in the morning because mm. I could get stuff done. Mm. Because he has his book, The Five A.M. Miracle, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> and I've read the book, and it wasn't so much that it was 5 a.m. as much as it was being disciplined about accomplishing what it is you want to accomplish. And once I heard that, it was like it resonated in me, and that suddenly became my motivation to change my game. Mm. And, you know, that's where all of us are at, is can we get to a place where we are willing to take that first step and then understand that as you take that step, like different people will step into your life. Different books will come across your path. Different words will jump off pages and different uh, posts will come up in social feeds. And suddenly you will be feeding off of the momentum of life preparing for what life is preparing for you. And everything changes. It's as if you make a choice on the inside and all of the universe comes into harmony to say now we're ready let's do this yeah i want that that's yeah. what i want right that's yeah. what i want yeah well i'm more than happy to to help make that happen you know if i had any final words for you i just want to summarize again with understanding this premise one you're not alone there are people who are totally feeling what you're feeling, who are maybe even doing jobs that aren't even close to inspiring and creative like your own, where they feel like they're in the doldrums every day they go off to work and they have to say goodbye to their families and then they just get in the car and their heart sinks into the bottom of their chest. And they're like, I can't believe I have to do this another day. You are not alone. Mm. And the second thing is you don't have to stay there. You know, none of us have to stay in the places where we are the only creature on the face of the planet that has the capacity to grow, to teach ourselves, to, um, to learn in such a way that we can change and manipulate our lives for things that we want, need, and desire. And third, never in history has there been the amount of consumable information available in your pocket where you can pull out a smartphone, you can listen to a podcast, you can read a book, you can follow a website, you can find content about any topic you want to learn about. You don't have to enroll in the university even. You know, there's just top-level information to grow and get you where you need to go. And then the last piece is there's people available, whether that's therapists and coaches and mentors and people who want to get us from where we are to where we want to go. And the biggest conviction of that is like you just said, every one of us want to help someone else. Every one of us want a purpose. And there's three things in all of our lives, you know, that we all strive for. One is we, we want to know that we're not alone Two, We want to know that, um, that we have a purpose. And, and third is, um, you know, this whole element of that we're loved really. Mm. You know, um, that there's somebody who cares for me. And when you understand those three things, that you're loved, that you're not alone, and that you have a purpose, your life suddenly becomes more fulfilling. And now you operate out of a place of generosity and not of a place of lack. 
mm. when you're in lack, you're starving to make something happen. You're, you're hustling. And I hate that word hustle and people use it all the time. I've kind of redefined it in my own head. It's the only way I can tolerate it anymore. But hustle for the hu sake of hustle is just exhausting. Mm -hmm. But hustling for the sake of impacting people's lives, in, hustling for the fact of, of building resources to be able to give to good things, to make the world a better place, I'll do that all day. But I'll never do it at the sacrifice of my family. I'll never do it at the sacrifice of my relationships. And I'll never do it on the, the, the sacrifice of people's self-worth. So like, like I was saying before, like I've tried coaching before, but it's like, I always feel like everyone that I'm talking to in the past, this has been my experience. It's like they're prescribing their method for me, not yeah. listening to what I have to say and going, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. kind of a one-stop shop and it's like, here's my method and it's proven to work because it worked on me. And it's like, well... I'm not you, I'm me. Yep. And you know what I mean? So it's, I would, I, I feel like you have enough, even though we're, you know, we're not best friends and we don't know each other. I know that from the time you get me, you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and I get you, I get, I, I, I get where you're coming from. And there's a lot of unspoken history there without having to kind of delve into, well, why do you think this way? It's mm -hmm. like, I, you know, and so that, that would be, that would be extremely beneficial because I want that. And I, you know, your P, P Diddy or P Diddy A, whatever that was with the accountability. It's like, I'm like, uh, is that correct? Was that, I'm, I'm trying to show you that I actually pay attention. Um, <laughs> right, right. Uh, no. So like your accountability, it's like, that's, that's what I feel whether it's coaching or just having somebody to report to like, mm -hmm. Hey, this is what I did this week. Yeah. Hey, you know, I kind of need that constant carrot. I have to, I am the one who's always putting carrots out for myself. Yeah. But there's a, there's a, I'm not sure if it's ego or pride or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I'm constantly like, I love saying, Hey, I, I'm, I'm really happy with what I accomplished this week. Where can I do better? You know, how, how can I be more effective, et cetera, et cetera. So I would, I would, I want to be the best that I can be. I'm not looking, I, I think I have the capability to do something epic and extraordinary and I just want to get there. Mm -hmm. And I know that I am holding myself back most of the time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, I definitely, whatever the next step is to figuring out, you know, whatever the next step in our relationship to progress that forward, I, you tell me what to do and I will do it. <laughs> so what I'd like to do, um, is I want to get together once a month and, you know, set aside one hour and the first hour that we'll do, I want you to just kind of lay out to me a plan. Okay. And tell me what it is you want to do and how you want to go out doing it. And we'll kind of chop that up into like, a, you know, your steps, like what, what can you do, you know, first, mm -hmm. and then you'll have the accountability that each month you'll have to report back. Um, mm. and you'll tell me, um, I did this, I did this, I, I didn't get to this part, 
um, this worked, this totally crashed. And we're just going to have open conversation around all of that and start taking those steps um, on each step of the, you know, each step of the journey of getting you accomplished. And what I imagine will happen is with that accountability will come one of two things. We overestimate what we're capable of uh, in the short term and we underestimate what we're capable of in the long term. Mm. And what I want to do is kind of balance that out for you a little bit to try and give you realistic goals and then let your enthusiasm carry you past your goals. Mm. Love it. So it's February 18th, um, probably the first week of March. I would love to like set up a time and, um, and let's rock it. Yeah. And like I said, um, this is, this is pro bono. This is cause I'm a fan of Sean and, wow. um, and let's see what we can do. I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not an overly emotional person. I'm, fairly stoic with my feelings but i literally almost cried just now so <laughs> cool it's cool thank i mean seriously thank you yeah. i like i you you mentioned this on your your broadcast where you're talking about it's hard for guys there is a facade there's a veneer that we like society we have to put up mm-hmm. i can't walk up to gary v and say man i'm just really struggling you know like right right <laughs> right like as well you shouldn't he would think you're a little whack yeah right right <laughs> right yeah. you just gotta get out there and take the bull by the horns whatever i mean <laughs> so it's like i appreciate that because i really have in Springfield, Missouri, there's not anyone who really understands me or gets it or understands what I want to mm-hmm. accomplish. And so the that really sincerely means a lot to me that you're a fan of Sean, as you mm-hmm. said, because I, I just need a few fans. Like, that's it yep. right now yep. to get me over the hump, you know. So thank you. Well, I don't know if you heard the episode two weeks ago that we did with my brother and Ann Handley. Mm-hmm. And um, I think you should go and listen to that one. And yeah, I will. It will rock your world because everything you just shared, um, get your Kleenex out. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm going to cry. Yeah. I'm just going to – it'll be a cathartic cry. <laughs> it will be – sometimes we need that, man. Just get it out. Yeah. Get it out. Yeah. Well, dude, I appreciate right, you, and um, like I said, uh, look at my calendar, and we'll, we'll put something. We'll put something on the first week in March. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Again, I really want to thank Sean for um, for putting himself out there. Sean, thank you so much. It's it's one thing for me to kind of share and be vulnerable. Um, it's altogether something else when I have the privilege or we have the privilege to listen to someone else share such a gift. And I believe it is a gift. Um, you know, Sean articulated many of the emotions and beliefs that I know are very common with many of us. And my hope is that you listening to Sean, that you discover something about yourself, that you find your story in his And I believe um, that part of that story is getting to the place where you're willing to share it with someone else, to share your dreams, you know, whether that be with a spouse or a friend or a coworker, a counselor, a coach. We all need a safe person in which we can bounce off our ideas, to bounce off these, these, 
dreams, those thoughts, those goals, to get those out into the open to be analyzed or received or what have you, A, you can first of all make sense of it. So as you articulate it, you get the opportunity to hear yourself uh, say those words and have this third-party person be able to give you some feedback. B, you discover whether it's something that's even worth doing, or if it resonates with the people that you're sharing, or if they agree that this might be a great idea. And then C, that person can help hold you accountable in order to achieve it. Now, the caveat here, it needs to be somebody that's safe, yes, but it also needs somebody who loves you enough to be honest with you and can kind of, you know, be straight and not just say yes just because they're your friend, but someone that, you know, can give you really honest gut-level feedback. Um, and then here's another part. Before I let you go, I, I've got a couple questions even for you. Along those same lines, number one is, what is your dream, semicolon? What is it that you want to accomplish in order to feel fulfilled? And the second question, who will you tell your dream to? Let me say those again. First, what is your dream? What is it that you want to accomplish to feel fulfilled? And then number two, who are you going to tell that dream to? And that's your first step. Take the courage, take the time to find somebody that's safe enough to share with. And again, if it's not somebody close to you, if you don't feel comfortable sharing with a coworker or a friend or a spouse, go find a counselor or therapist of sorts. And I know that may sound a little intimidating, but we all need to have the courage to actually take the first step of engaging with the things that are within us. What's that worth to you? And like I said on this interview, you know, will you let that become your motivation and do whatever it takes? And, you know, after this has kind of begun and you've got the ball rolling, man, I'd really love to hear about it. If you could take the time and shoot me a quick email to hello at angusnelson.com. I'd love to hear what kind of amazing things that you're positioning yourself to accomplish. And again, once you tell somebody, there's some crazy percentages that say once it's told to someone, it's, I don't know, 40 some odd percent more likely to happen. And then once you write it down, it becomes even a higher percentage. Like these are things that need to get out of your head, out of your heart and out into the universe. So I'd love you to share it with me, too, if that's possible. And uh, lastly, this this has really been a terrific show. It's something very different, like I said, when we started. Um, I hope that this plays off well. Obviously, I'm taking a little chance here to see um, kind of leaving the page of what we've done in the past, but I'm very, very happy you've taken the time to listen. So if, like Sean, uh, you still haven't placed a review on iTunes, please go there now and share how this show has impacted you. Uh, your shares help others to discover the show and join our little community. And speaking of community, um, if you haven't already, come and join our private Facebook group. 
Uh, you can simply go into Facebook and type in the search bar up in your business. You'll find our private little group and just ask for entry. And you request that. I will give you permission to get you in there to come and partake in the exchange in a safe place where we're trying to learn together. And uh, this has been Angus Nelson um, setting you free to be your most effective self. It has been an honor and a privilege to serve you today. Again, uh, super excited uh, that you're here today. May you live intentionally, love extravagantly, and lead with self-awareness. Be amazing. Thanks for listening to the Up In Your Business podcast with Angus Nelson. Find more at upinyourbusiness.co. Remember, that's .co, not com. <laughs>